What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies Present the Nationalist Inquirer. I am your host, Johnny Manoxide. Joining me this evening is Reinhardt. Hello. What's going on, everybody? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, bro. Is it still just me and you, or is Jack, is, is Jack off the phone again? Jack's still on the phone. Okay. Well, Jack's still on the phone. Jack will be with us shortly. He had a uh, financial emergency. He'll be joining us, and Grognak will be joining us as soon as the kobolds finish off whatever they're doing with the candy monsters. Yeah, so. and financial, I, look, financial stuff is always going to happen when you spend all of your time in other people's houses. When you spend all of your time in other people's houses and other people's walls, okay? Yes, there, there will be financial things that you forget about. It happens, you know. Take a breath, go to a local coffee shop, transfer some money, and go back to it. You'll have that occasionally. I found that, you know, like on those big jobs, you'll have that. That's a construction job. You wouldn't get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> what's up, man? It's uh, Halloween. You guys, I know you guys are out in the sticks. There's not much trick-or-treating. You get to your one neighbor, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did, you know, we did the really gay, like, trunk-or-treat thing. It was at, it was at work, so yeah. I got I got work points, you know, I met, met some executives and there you go. showed off my kid. There so. you go. There you go. That's always good. Um, yeah, the trunk or treat is taken over for the trick-or-treating because um, I would say mostly because scholars and uh, teens. What do you think? Yeah, dreamers. Dreamers, scholars, teens, um, students. Avid joggers. Avid joggers, yes. Bird watchers. Remember the bird watching? I forgot about that one. Oh I forgot god. about that one. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because they go birding. Yes. Blacks, right, right, right. Blacks love birding. I see. I th- I thought we had to open up the outdoors to minorities because black people, not enough black people, went hiking. I thought we had to sit it's... down for science. Mm. Mm. Wait, let me let me take let me get my sweatpants on. So you, yeah, I was gonna say, put your, in memory science. of Brad. In memory of Brad, put on your sweatpants. Yeah, I've got I my piece and my sweatpants. Oh, for everybody out there, I talked to Brad the other day. Brad's doing well. He says hello. And good. He's, well, he sent me a picture of his smashed finger. So I'm like, oh, that's good, dude. Be careful. He, yeah, he's an electrician. Now. Well, he's an apprentice still, but uh, he's he's working on it. And uh, yeah, he, he mangled his finger the other day. It was pretty bad. No, 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 uh, you know, no stitches or anything required. Just looked really gross. Oh, man. I was going to say, what the heck was he doing? Wrestling a rake? No, he's an electrician, so there's a good chance that he got his finger, you know. He wasn't sweeping, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> that's that's a meme. <laughs> there's, a, there's a thing that electricians don't sweep. It's just like we throw our trash on the floor and make other people pick it up. Yeah. It's pretty true. I mean, it's, it's fairly true. It's I've I've been around enough electricians. Yeah, it's it's fairly true. I mean, there's there's a whole, there's a video out there, this guy that like, he does the thing where, like, he plays the foreman, he plays the the, the journeyman and the apprentice, like, does all the parts of the sh- thing, right? It's one of those TikTok videos. And he's like, how do you get an electrician to sweep? And he had a broom with a, he's like, and the foreman's like, hang on a second now, Ricky, I got something to show you. He's like, he's a man, he goes, man, it better not be no goddamn broom. And he pulls out the broom. He's like, I told you it better not be a broom. He's like, hang, hang on now, Ricky. He turns it around. It's got a Klein sticker on it. He's like, oh, oh, is it, is it, is it Klein? Is it, and, the, and the apprentice is like, oh, Ricky, is it really Klein? Because, like, <laughs> you know, Klein is like the god brand of electrician's tools, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Klein, the Jewish name. I mean, it's like right there in the name. Klein. Oh, God. Cuts God. wire and prices and costs and everything else in corners. I wonder if you can. I wonder if they clip coins with those uh, lineman players. Anyways. Um, I, I explained. They probably could. Those things are freaking heavy duty. Oh, yeah. I've got a, I got a few pairs. I, I, um, <laughs> I explained coin clipping to uh, one of my apprentices the other day. He was like, no, they didn't. I'm like, bro, that's why they have ridges on coins. He's like, nah. Yeah. And being the zoomer that he is, he had to look it up. And he came back like six minutes later. He's like, bro, you were right. Like, uh, yeah, I'm right. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm just gonna tell you this one time and one time only. If I tell you something, you are you are safe to assume that it is correct because I do not like to be wrong. So I have fact checked the things that I say before I say them. Yes. He's after like, after years of working with you, I've I've learned to be the same way. Mm-hmm. Like I've learned that I I hate being wrong. I hate being embarrassed like that. Nope. nope. So I'm not I'm not gonna say anything unless I know it's true. Dogbot got me on something a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, I had to be like three months ago if I was talking about, uh, but uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, he said something, I said something, and he corrected me. I was like, no, I'm right, and I was wrong. I hate that. I hate that. I, I did it with Grognak, too. Remember, we were talking about, uh, and I got something wrong on a movie from my childhood. I was like, how could I? We were, I was wrong about who peeled their face off in uh, Poltergeist, and it wasn't It wasn't Coach. It was the, the realtor guy. And I had to make a yes, yes, it was a realtor guy. I had to make. I had to like. I swore up and down it was Coach. It was you know um, Thomas Hayden, not Thomas Hayden Church. Uh, who the fuck plays Coach? You See, know now, now you got me. You know what I'm talking about. Well, it was you know Coach played the the father, right? And he was in. in like, yeah. I, I thought it was him that peeled the face, and I swore up and down it was. And I was like, if it's not, it's a Mandela effect. And I was wrong. <laughs> and it's embarrassing to be wrong. Anyways, yeah, so. I told the apprentice, I was like, look, kid, I was like, if, if I tell you something, you can guarantee it's right. Because I've thought that through, I've been wrong too many times in my life and I don't like it. If there's one thing I don't like more than Jews, it's being wrong. Ooh, that's a tough one. Because there are some Jews that I don't mind. You know, alt skull, obviously. Um, Whoa. <laughs> I'm joking. Whoa. And what? He's he's what? He's the, the Jew behind the scenes that pulls all the strings here at the paranormies. You know that. Everybody knows that. It's true. We have to like him. Yeah, we have no choice. He pays all the bills. He gets the government funding that pays us all the bazillions of dollars that don't go to Ukraine, Iran, or Israel. Obviously. That's why I mean that's why you and I haven't worked in years. Years. I haven't worked. I mean, I didn't I didn't work ten hours today. Why would I do that? No, we just pretend. On a Tuesday? Work ten hours? Never. Yeah, you and I are not up at four in the morning every day. <laughs> well, I'm not, but yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, five, five. I'm not up at four in the morning, <laughs> bruv, bruv. I'm I'm fifty. I'm not getting up for four o'clock workouts anymore. Okay. I'm also actually not... your five o'clock is my four, so technically we're correct. Yeah, actually you are correct. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not getting up for the John Gruden three a.m. workouts anymore. I don't care. The guy is weird. I I can survive on three hours of sleep. That's great. You're gonna be dead at sixty two. Oh, isn't that uh, Mark Wahlberg too? Like he would go to bed at like six o'clock and wake up at three every day. Six p.m. and wake up at three a.m. Did you ever read about that? Mm-mm. Yeah, he would go to bed at like six p.m., wake up at three, and wake up and and have like turkey and eggs or something. Then go to the gym for like two hours, which is a waste of time. Um, if you're working out for two hours, you're working out way too. I don't care what Sam Sulik says. You're working out way too light. <laughs> 
I mean, either that or you're just you're just overtraining the crap out of stuff. Yeah, you're not giving yourself enough time to recover. It's just junk volume and junk volume can very quickly become very harmful. Yeah, I mean, well, you can do like like periodic like uh, German volume training, GVT. Like I've done that before, like 10 sets of 10 type training. Sure. Yeah, and that's but that's a specific that's a specific style of training and you only do it for a short duration for a few weeks, right? You know, you do it to to get you past a plateau or or something or to change it up, you know. Because that's that's another that's the thing about working out is if you do the same thing for too long, uh, your body gets used to it and and you don't grow or you don't gain anymore or you won't lose any more fat or whatever it is that you're trying to do you'll plateau right so well break, plus, break it. plus it's just good to to mix things up anyway mentally oh absolutely yeah you don't want to get bored you know doing the same freaking thing my my mother-in-law used to go to the san jose athletic club we were all, yeah it was very hardy toy uh i have a bunch of stories about that place but uh because of where she worked they, she got memberships there and we got a membership there and she would go every day and she would run on the treadmill for five miles. That was her workout every day, five days a week. I mean, no weights, no sauna, no, uh, maybe sauna. I don't, I don't remember if she did the sauna or the steam room or whatever, but always five miles, five days a week, period. That's it. Same incline, like 2.5 incline at a five mile jog, whatever it was, right? The same every day for five days yeah. a week. It's like, your body would just so get so used to that. I don't think you would make any sort of progress. You would just kind of stay the same. I mean, you might. I mean, I guess you'd be in good, decent shape if you did it every day for years, I guess. Well, and if, if you're doing, like with weights, if you're doing the same weight, the same reps, you mm-hmm. know, you're, yeah, you're never, ever going to get anywhere. Ever. Right. Well, if you're doing like calisthenics, like there are, I've seen recently some, uh, some guys that are all calisthenics and they're pretty jacked. Like body weight exercises can be like I've seen guys come out of jail and no, I mean, that's like whatever. But like, you know, come out of jail pretty yoked without using weights. Uh, I know guys in boot camp that put on muscle size doing uh, body weight exercises. You can you can get bigger using body weight, just using your muscles differently. Um, and also like, OK, so say you say you do 50 push ups, right? You can't do 50 push ups every day. You have to up the either the amount or change the style so that you trigger different muscles and stuff right otherwise you're gonna do like we were just talking about holy shit when did the plat- when did the paranormies become a workout show <laughs> skull's not even here i know he's like the one and yeah he's the one with like the eight pack and like the the 18 inch biceps but whatever I'm not jealous it's fine i'm just old I'll, i aspire I'll, yeah i mean sure i mean it, it'll happen if you work out very hard and do a lot of yeah he he stuck to the he stuck to the bodybuilding stuff and uh, I got injured and fat. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not injured and fat anymore. It's just that I'm not as uh, large as I was in my youth. But anyhow, I'm 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 getting bigger. I'm I'm losing some fat right now, but yeah, I, I've gotten much bigger than I was last year. Holy I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that I want to cut, but. I got to, I got to, I got to lose 10 pounds in the middle, at least I got, it's, it's at that spot where it's like, mm, my medium shirts are starting to get tight in the wrong place. You know, they're nice yeah. and tight in the shoulders and the arms, which is nice. Like that's a good look. Right. But it's also not a good look when it's tight in the stomach as well. So. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why I'm throwing in like two, three day fasts again. 
That's been nice. A two three day fast. I haven't I haven't been able to get those in because I gotta I gotta eat and work if I'm working. I got like I'm, I'm I do like labor and stuff. I gotta eat. I gotta eat. So yeah. um, when I'm when yeah. I'm off, like if I'm off, I can do uh, longer fasting. But I still do intermittent fasting about five days a week anyway. And uh, and I've added I've added um, kettlebell swings to my workouts. So that's a that's a nice fat shredder. There's ways there's ways to to burn fat without doing cardio. Oh yeah, I mean I I don't do any cardio. I just get. I walking around my work all day long. I work oh, in dude. IT, so I'm I'm constantly, you know, taking things to people and getting stuff set up and everything. I'm I'm hitting 10, 15,000 steps a day. That's my <laughs> cardio right there. Yeah, I'm in a I'm in a two and a half million square foot building. Yeah. That's yeah. So it's... you're you're getting five, six miles in. Yeah, dude. Just going to get like just going to get parts for people because you know, that's my job now is I'm I'm the glo- when, once you become the foreman on a, a job where you have uh if you're a foreman on job some 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 locals have it different where like uh no foreman's allowed to work right they just have to be foreman and, and some guys if you have less than eight guys you can still work your tools right so this one is if you use less than eight guys you can still work your tools i only had four guys for a while so i was still working and it was fine but now i have like nine so it's like running i'm just a glorified apprentice i run around and get parts for people now and, and like drawings and like answer questions but uh yeah uh, if it wasn't for the golf cart, um, I would probably put about 12 miles on a day. And I just can't Dude, take, take one or two days and just ditch the golf cart completely. Unless I, you I, actually are carrying like a ton of stuff. That's the thing is like when I'm doing material, I'm not, I'm not about to go carry like four bundles of pipe, you know, one bundle. At a time. I'm not making, I'm not going to make six trips. You know what I mean? To do that. It's not labor effective or cost effective for me to do that <laughs> so but if i'm going to, like if I'm, yeah if i'm just like going to the headache check to get prints for people and stuff i'll yeah I'll, or if somebody else is taking the we have one we have one golf cart per crew and if somebody else like goes to get something they'll they'll borrow the golf cart and i'll be like you know with no ride there's usually a couple of what the fucks and then it's like then there's my cart <laughs> <laughs> who the hell borrowed my oh that's right max has it okay that's right it's I nice that I get chauffeured. I, I get chauffeured around a lot. Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, you know, it's like the, it's either it's like the journeyman. This, this is the best part. So the foreman always rides, if right, uh, and the journeyman ride if there's if there's room for all the journeymen, and if there's an apprentice on there and there's a journeyman walking, the apprentice has to get up and the journeyman gets to ride. Those are the rules. Fair enough. I mean, there is hierarchy. Yeah, it's part of the hierarchy. Yeah, your foreman definitely gets to ride, if not drive. Usually I do drive because it's like I'm dropping the guys off at the different places because it's, dude, I didn't think two million square feet was like that big. It's huge. It's two and a half million square feet. It's huge. Like it yeah, takes it takes 12 minutes to walk at a decent pace across the building from from north to south. And a good, it's narrow, more narrow east to west. It takes about five minutes walking east to west. It's big. And that's taking normal people's steps. Like, you know, not my normal short steps because I'm short. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Your calves are on fire. Oh my gosh, dude. My, I have, I have some sexy calves. I always have. Like, that's one of my things from keeping up with my taller friends. Nobody ever slows down for the short guy. It's all right, though. Anyhow, um, man, none of that was paranormies related. 
<laughs> we do have Halloween content. We swear to God, we do. We do. Hey, everybody over there on Pilled in D Live and uh, over on Odyssey as well. Um, how many people are on Odyssey right now? Let's look. Let me see. Odyssey, there are. This is 16. Eh, not bad. D Live has the usual five. Is it the usual five? No, D Live has seven. There we go. All right. That's right. Yeah. And, and we're over 40 on Pilled. Nice. Thank you, everybody. Yes. And what thank is you this? for the cookie donation, Ben, before you go get a haircut. Yes. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Thank you. I hope the uh, haircut goes well and you don't end up with a, uh, a ramen noodle haircut. Well, we have a ramen noodle haircut. Is he, is he going the, to get a, the Zoomer perm? Is he getting a perm? No, that's a perm, not a haircut. Um, one question is, uh, who are you talking about here, John? And okay, see, this coach guy was one who had tequila worm grow and made him puke it. What? Did that have something to do with something we were saying? Uh, Polter guy's talking about coach. Oh, that's right. Tequila worm grow and made him throw it up. Okay, yes. All right, we're talking about. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Thank you, John. We're talking about poultry guys. All right. Um, back to spoopy posting. We have... I don't know. It's not really spoopy, it's, but uh, this is kind of funny. Did you see this? This. Um, let me pull this up. Hold on. This is... Oh, no, I didn't see this. Yeah, this is our uh, Secretary of State... Or secretary? What is Blinken? Secretary of State? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this is Blinken. Um, Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. Yeah, remember Abe Lincoln? Remember Abe Lincoln, the president? Yeah, this is Anthony Blinken. Abe Lincoln, the Secretary of State. But uh, check this out. Has his son dressed up like? Watch this. Everybody watch. <laughs> Got his kid dressed like Zelensky, and his daughter is dressed in Ukraine colors, blue and red. And it looks like Biden is giving them uh, candy cigarettes. It, I was gonna say it looks like he's giving them a pack of Marlboros. Right, those are like Marlboro Blacks. What the hell are those? There's two for you. But yeah. Secretary of State has his kid dressed like Vla- like v- Vladimir Zelensky. That is so gay. Yeah. I don't know what's spoopier. The fact that this is like a thing. Like, dude, this isn't. What is this? This is a set. Look at look at the windows in the door. Like is, behind. Yeah, this is, is this a- supposed to be like a procession? Like a Halloween procession? Of some kind. It's it's a it's a thing where they have, um, you know, the cabinet and their family members come by and get candy from the president. Right. This is this is what are you talking about, Rhino? This is normal. This is normal uh, Halloween standard protocol, don't you know? This has been doing this on like, television. I don't know if they've been doing this. I can imagine years. they're like they're in they're in the White House, like brainstorming. You know, maybe maybe since COVID's making a resurgence, we shouldn't we shouldn't do the Halloween procession where where the president gives gives little kids candy. Oh oh, right. What are look, you saying there, Jack? Look at <laughs> look at the. I mean, look at the look at the audience in the front. Look at the audience. Like this doesn't look real. This looks like superimposed. Why, why is this person wearing a, a poncho like they're about to go on freaking Dudley Do Right or Splash Mountain? Yeah. Is this well, outside? I guess it's outside. Yeah, it might have been raining. 
but I'm uh, also like how far okay so also look at the okay look at the camera the girl on the or the person on the right it's i'm assuming it's a girl it's got a painted thumbnail um look at the picture the zoom i don't see where that that is zoomed in on or what it's what she's taking a picture of here what i don't really see what she's seeing in her camera in front of her do you know what i'm saying yeah. Also, okay, check out the, the chick with the ponytail and the glasses right here. Right? See her? Yep. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this completely not fake and gay silhouette right here. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. This is like a paper cutout, dude. This is like my Assad cutout right here. This is so fake. I mean, like... Like, that's not real. That's not the fucking white house. None of this is real. This is not. He looks so disgusting. He looks like a quintessential vampire. Oh, yeah. Blinken? Yeah, he does. Yeah. But this this to me is another one of those those sets where, you know, they've got the, uh, just like they do with the press, uh, the press conference stuff now. Um, it's clearly a stage, you know. So, I don't know, but yeah, and also the dressed like Zelensky, very cute, Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Um. Oh, this isn't really. This isn't really Halloween, but. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I was hoping Jack or somebody would be here by now. What for the hockey thing? Yeah. Yeah, we can save it. I mean, we can talk about it some more after. But yeah, dude. Oh man, that's just bad, you know? Like the hockey players uh I can I don't have the article pulled up. Yes. Okay. Um Adam Johnson is the um the hockey player who had the freak accident happen to him, right? Freak yeah, free accident. Freak accident as in, you know, getting scissor kicked in the neck. Yeah, I want to I want to actually I want to actually show this video. Yeah, go ahead and if you can find it, pull it up. No, Is it I not have the it. shock video tab? Hmm? Is it the shock video tab? No, I have it. Hang on a second. I have it on my telegram. I just have to bring it over here. And then I have to pull this up. Where is the <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, and then I have to do this. All right. Yeah, so for everybody who hasn't seen this yet, black hockey player. Yeah, black hockey player. Known for being aggressive. Yep. And then just watch this. We're going to watch this. Here it is. Hits the guy, and boom, the leg. The leg. We'll watch it again. And there is no way... Okay, here he comes. Like, oop, and there, and we watch it in slow motion. Now, what? Here comes his left. Watch his left leg. Boom! I mean, he like up in the air and kicked him. He his leg up in the air and kicked him. He While like having a literal axe on his foot. Mm -hmm. And he turned. And if you watch when he falls after he falls to the ground or after he falls to the ice, he clearly okay. So that he jump kicks and he turns and he's clearly looking to see what happened. 
He knows he kicked him, and he's clearly looking. And oh, look at this, the eleven, eleven. How about that? Like honestly, how? And and what's funny too is they're trying to defend this guy, and they're trying to say that people are being racist. They're trying to condemn racism because this guy's getting death threats. Right here we go. Here, because he's been pretty motion. much indifferent. Right. Whoop. Even slower. And he jumped and kicked him. He wasn't even hit. Okay, watch. Watch the guy. Watch him. Watch him. He pushes off this guy and jumps. He uses the he uses the defender, the other guy, and jumps off of him. Like, nigga. Literally. He shoulder checks off one guy and uses that to launch himself into the neck mm -hmm. of another player. Yep. Are you kidding me? No, he's not, actually. I mean, at... at best you can try and call that involuntary or just manslaughter at worst I mean, at it is at best first degree assault. murder at best it's assault you know and and manslaughter you know um but it come you know new crime stat one percent of hockey players commit 100 percent of on ice murders right has there ever been an on ice murder like that before like somebody um, getting just like beaten no or... uh what was his name kowalchuk in 89, he was a goalie. He took a skate to the neck and almost died. And he was only saved because the team, um, not the coach, uh, he's like a team therapist or whatever, right? And uh, not like a like a strength coach. Well, none of those kinds. It wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't a, a team doctor, right? He might have been one of the team doctors. I don't know. But anyways, he used to be a... Um, a Navy SEAL medic, I guess, or a Ranger medic, like a Special Forces medic. And okay. when he realized what happened, he jumped over the boards, sprinted over, slid, like like feet first slid, hand under the guy, grabbed his carotid artery through his neck and pinched it shut until, because he realized what was happening, and pinched Holy it shut crap. until they got him off the ice. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Man. Yeah, that was the bad, most badass part about it was... But he would have died. He would have died if it wasn't for that. So right. that, this I mean, guy bled, bled out, out in a manner in a matter of seconds when your carotid is severed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this guy. That's what happened to this guy. I mean, you can just look and there's no there's no doubt in my mind that this guy jumped. You can see him pushing off with his legs, like you can see like, him nigga, pushing off. This is this ain't MMA. I mean, it's like watching a freestyle melee. Right, and and the thing is. Is um, in most of these, most of these, uh, most of these articles about it, American hockey play. This is the Associated Press, right? This is an AP article, so this is the article that everybody's going to have. Is the AP article, right? This is the one that AP and Reuters are the two are the number one, and number two sources for news. They just they just you know copy and paste everything AP says, right? So what does AP say? Uh, AP said, you know, um, Nottingham, England, a American hockey player, Adam Johnson, who appeared in 13 games, has died after his net was cut by a skate blade during a game in England. His team said he was 29. He was playing for the Nottingham Panthers, blah, 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 blah. Nottingham Panthers are truly devastated, blah, 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 blah. The Panthers would like to send out our thoughts and condolences, blah, 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 blah. A Minnesota native, blah, 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 blah. Pittsburgh Penguins did it. No word about the guy who did it. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah, one of the some of the only ones I've been able to find, like there's Yahoo Entertainment here, and it's it's just saying P 
people are saying that this guy, Matt Petgrave, should be charged with manslaughter. Absolutely, he should at minimum. Yeah, uh, former okay, yeah, hockey it was player, Buffalo. they okay. don't give a name. What's, what's that? Former hockey player, they don't give a name, but they say, look how he skates off afterwards. You can see how he intended to hit him. He shows no actual shock or feeling as to what just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no, there's no shock as in like, Oh my God, what did I do? I didn't mean to do this. No, 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 no. There's no heat of the game. Nothing like that. He he did not seem to care. Like if you watch a different video, longer video than what you showed, Johnny, he does not seem to care a whole lot until everybody's around the guy. Neck guards will be mandatory from January 1st for all on ice activities. Neck guards. After freak accident. Everybody, every, look up the, the words freak accident and that's, all everybody's using. Yep. They're still not mentioning the guy's name. This is, this was, uh, what day was this? This was yesterday. This was yesterday. Um, this is just AP. Police investigate ex-NHL player's death. Police. Let's see what ESPN has to say. Let's see if ESPN, the world leader in sports, has anything to say. This quote in air. In, in, oh, police in England are investigating the death of a former NHL player, Adam Johnson, who died with, in what his team described as a, using quotation marks, freak accident during Saturday's game. Um... CNN does not give the guy's name. The world leader in sports does not give the name of the hockey player. No, because they don't want to contribute to racism. Because, you know, anybody going after this guy, calling him a murderer, uh, you know, saying he needs to be put away, needs to be charged. Obviously, they're only saying it because he's black. Right. The only reason, the only reason, right, after a collision. Oh, wait, no, yeah, so... The Sheffield Steelers. The family of an ice hockey player who died after his neck was cut during a freak accident have revealed how they were watching the game online in America and witnessed the dramatic efforts to save him. Oh, wait, here we go. The Nottingham Panthers player Adam Johnson was killed on Saturday, 28 October, when his throat was cut by Sheffield Steelers opponent Matt Petgrave's skate blade, causing a catastrophic bleed. Okay, so the independent... Nine hours ago is the first major news media outlet that I can find that has um, Matt, what's his name, Pettigrave? Pettigrave, yeah. yeah. Who's known for being, who's known for being violent, who's the most penalized player in the league. He's literally their goon. If you know anything about hockey, you know what that means. Yeah. He's the guy that goes around. He's the bully. He goes around and beats people up. He starts fights. He's he's overly rough with the checking and the boarding and stuff. And now he's overly rough with the, you know, skate blade to a guy's neck. Right. Cut right through Adam's windpipe and it cut his carotid artery. Oof. Uh, real quick update on Jack. He has to reinstall Windows completely because his sound is not working. I don't understand what's wrong with Jack's computer. I don't either. Neither neither does our our mutual IT buddy. Okay. Well, but they're figuring it out. Okay, good. Good for them. Yes, black hockey player murders white hockey player, literally nothing happens. Good lord. Yeah, nothing is going to happen. 
I will be shocked if they actually charge the guy. Even if they do charge the guy, I'll be shocked if he actually serves any time. Right. He won't. Plus, yeah. it's in England. Right. The most least racist place. They didn't look, dude. They're not. They didn't prosecute when the thirteen hundred girls were groomed and raped. They're not going to prosecute when one guy gets murdered. No. I mean, come on. It's just hockey. I mean, don't you know guys get murdered in hockey all the time? Well, and, and in England, especially if you tweet that he he should be charged, you know this this n word should be charged for manslaughter, then they're going to show up at your house. And oh, charge you. well, you're going to have to call him a scholar, obviously. Right, 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 right. <sighs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. So, well, that sucks. I mean, well, there's our Halloween spook. Yeah, literally, literally, our Halloween spook. Um, I have this this clip from uh, I guess Musk, Elon Musk went on Joe Rogan again this week. And uh, interesting choice of costume there, Rogan. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's a uh, is he doing the basketball costume? Is that what he's doing? I think he's doing. I think he's doing the um, Trey Parker costume from basketball. Ah, with the hair and the yeah, I think that's what it is. But regardless, it looks dumb. Um. This is Joe Rogan with that hair. It's like Ric Flair's hair. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, he's talking about... Now, this is what he's talking about. He's talking about um, Twitter. Um, Twitter being a uh, a government entity. Like, what? Hang on a second. Is that something that uh, the paranormies have been talking about for a while? I mean, like, are you serious? <laughs> Where's the... Uh... Just, just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, former Twitter... He said, former Twitter, so Jack Twitter, was a state publication. Not current to Twitter. Only, 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 only former. So let's, let's, let's check this out. And, uh, yeah, tell us, tell us, Joe. To me, that was the most bizarre, was the Twitter files. When you let Schellenberger yeah. and Matt Taibbi and all those guys get in the Twitter, and the, the response were, Matt Taibbi gets audited. I mean, which is just wild. I mean, it's just so blatant and so in your face. Yeah, it's weird. No, I, I mean, the yeah, the the degree to which and and but by the way, Jack didn't really know know this, but the degree to which Twitter was simply um, an arm of the government was not well understood by the public, and uh, it it was there was no it was whatever the official government. I mean, it was like Pravda basically, um, you know, it's a state publication is the way to think of old Twitter. It was a state publication. And was the justification from their perspective that they are progressive liberals, they have the right intentions, it's important that they stay in power, the progressive liberals stay in government and power, because this is the this is their... There, there was, there was uh, basically oppression of... Um, any any views that would even, I would say, be considered middle of the road. Um, but certainly anything on the the right. I'm not talking about like like far right. I'm just talking mildly right. The people like Republicans were suppressed at ten times the rate of Democrats. Um, now that's because uh, old Twitter was fundamentally controlled by the far left. It was like completely controlled by the the, the far left. Oh yeah, only only the far left was controlling Twitter, and that was it. You know, uh, Elon. Thank you, thank you for that. Mr. Musk, it was, but but you came and bought it out, and once you bought it out, the government w 
went away. All of a sudden, the government, you know, the government was doing the Neil deGrasse Tyson hold up here. Yeah, right. Whoa, hold up. We got a badass here. Yeah, they just slinked off. Yeah, yeah, totally. The government, they were, they, I mean, he just said, I mean, people don't know to what extent that Twitter was an, basically an arm of the government. Nigga, what? Uh, we've been saying that for years, Musk. Thank right, you. Right. And, and, like, you know, was implying. You know, right, was. implying. Right. Kind of like, you know, well, you know, they stopped doing Operation MK Ultra. You know, the, uh, the semi-redacted files that were released after they stopped, you know, MK Ultra. That means there is no more mind control programming, anything going on anymore. Just those, just those experiments that happened up until the 1960s. You know what I mean? And then it just went away when they said they did. Just yeah, it's like just like harp. You know, we we don't control the weather with harp. Believe us, we tried, but no, we don't do it anymore. No, and we don't even own harp anymore. It belongs to a college now. Yeah, I mean, it just just so happens that we're you know a major funder through the through several <laughs> shell corporations of that college, but right. don't worry about it. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't worry about it. It's details, 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 Goyam. I mean, I mean, I mean, friends, friends, students, nations, patients, <laughs> yes, students, scholars, <sighs> niggas. Hey, did did Joe Rogan always have hair like that, or is that a Mandela effect? No. Oh my God, <laughs> Krognak, that's his. You missed the costume thing. That's him. I'm pretty sure he is doing what's his face from basketball. Uh, uh, Matt uh, Trey Parker's Matt Park, character. Uh, Trey Parker. Trey Parker. I almost said Trey Stone. It's Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Matt Stone, the Jew. Trey Parker, not a Jew. Yes, the the friend of Jews. Yes. I I still think. I mean, like the one they're like, you know, you guys. They always ask me, are you anti-Semitic? And I say, no. And Trey goes, but I am. That's I always kind of found that amusing, but, you know. Again, it's because he's allowed to. He's close enough that he's allowed to. Right, right, of course. They're they're funny. Yeah. Did you guys they, see... They, uh, they've humored me over the years. Yeah, they... Well... Oh, sure. They were much better before they became, like, completely mirrored, mirrors of social uh, commentary, you know. They were better. Uh, a wing of the government or something? Not just a wing. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But, like, when they went completely uh, whatever was going on, you know, just cartoonized versions of real life, literally. Like, even though, like, real life is cartoonish enough. But they just, you know, act just animated. Just animated versions. Like, you know, they did the thing with, with Hillary Clinton and Mr. Garrison as Donald Trump with... You know, that whole thing during the election, like they didn't need to do an election thing. It's just they they didn't they don't need to do the social commentary stuff, stuff as much as they do. But they they do it well for the most part. Sometimes it's pretty ham-fisted, though. I like old South Park. I have to. I do like old South. Yeah. I still haven't watched South Park in years. (sighs) It was a little more creative because it wasn't about like the meta. You know what I mean? Right. It was, yeah. I mean, like, there was, you know, aliens probed Cartman's butt. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there was, Cartman's mom was also Cartman's dad. Like, what? Like, those were, those were, you know, that had nothing to do with anything in the news. And then <laughs> the alien Gonzalez thing happened. Right. And then I think they started doing some social commentary because then they had the gymnasts. Remember, they had the, they had the, the, were they the Russian or the Mongolian gymnast girls and they were hiding them in the closet? I don't remember that one. Oh, like the Halloween one. The Halloween one with corn being like Scooby Doo. 
Oh yeah, the Scooby Doo corn episode. But that wasn't that the one with also it was like Nambla. But that was the National Might Association. It was around Marlon. that time. But it was the National Association of Marlon Brando lookalikes, who also <laughs> happened, yeah, who also happened to just look exactly like everybody at the National Association or the National whatever it is, Man Boy Love. Like <laughs> they all look like Marlon Brando too. <laughs> Yeah. Like I said, much more creative back then. Right, right. And it wasn't very like it was yeah, and they weren't doing like the meta version, you know, the meta animated versions. Like the Simpsons do that crap too, and it's terrible. Like it's just Yup. Yeah. Anyway, um no, Joe Rogan is doing uh I I'm I'm pretty sure he's doing Trey Parker. But yeah, what he was saying anyway, uh Grognak, uh how 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 was how was the uh, the tricking and the treating? Oh, it's good. We sacked the neighborhood. We got all the candy. Nice. Did did they make you mask up? I wore face paint. You wore face paint? Did you, yeah. do, corp- did you do corpse paint or like? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Messy with fingers. Oh, you just did it with your fingers. Okay. okay. Like a drunken rock star. It's like homeless. So like, it's like, yeah. So like professional homeless corpse guy. Gotcha. Professional black metal oh, guy. By the way, you with guys makeup his, with makeup in his eyes. You guys, my 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 son came up with a new name for uh, grifting podcasters. And he, he calls what? them pro- professional homeless people. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, well, because they always have their hand out like a homeless person. So, the, but, they're get, but they're actually getting paid so they're professionals. I'm like, what? I was like, that's funny. It's not bad. So bad. You're like, that's not bad. And you still smack him upside the head anyway. No, I, I gave him a high five. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That, no, he got a high five for that one. That was a good one. All right. Professional. Go clean people. the goose poop. No, that's that's my mom's problem now. So uh, <laughs> she. That's fair. She has she well she mines she mines the farm uh, for the most part. Well, um, well because you know everybody does um, online stuff so. But everybody gets to be wherever they need to be. So they travel with me a lot more now. So my mom takes care of the geese. She likes the geese. She says the geese like her. I don't believe her, but like, whatever, lady. You play with the geese then. She feeds them and they, I don't know, whatever. I don't like them. Geese are, geese are evil. Geese are, geese are assholes, dude. Yeah. There's a video um, I saw this morning. Again, my son showed me. You know, he's like, Dad, check this out. And it's a woman feeding her geese. And they're all like, you know, they're they're being, look how polite they are. And then all of a sudden, one of them just tears into her hand. And then once one of them tears into her hand, it's like a feeding frenzy. I don't know if they, they can smell the blood in the air or something, but like four or five of them went after her hand, dude. She's like fending off like five Ugh. geese with one hand. She's got a cup full of food that she's trying not to drop and like five geese on the other hand that she's trying to fend off. It's freaking hilarious. Geese are so evil. That's that's when I grabbed the WD-40 and a cigarette lighter and just... <laughs> Does WD-40 burn like that? Uh, not WD-40. I guess compressed air. I just use hairspray. Or hairspray. Yeah, hairspray. Yes, dude. Dude, When I worked at a museum, like an outdoor museum, we had those winged serpents everywhere. And like the yuppies from the cities who have never seen one before in their life would go try to like pet it. And they're like hissing at them. The tongue's like flapping between the, the, you know, the beak that's full of teeth. 
You're like, oh, fuck, kid, please don't touch that goose. Oh. And they're, like, going to try to pet it. You're going to have to, like, chase him off. <laughs> and they you know, actually... Like, yeah. Talk about they actually hiss. Man. Yeah, they're geese. Are, they'll just freaking hiss. Geese are pretty... Yeah, man. Geese will hiss at you. And they, they will attack you. And they chickens. have a mouthful of... They have a mouthful of rows of teeth. And they don't, they don't geese, feel good when they bite. Geese are, geese are Nephilim creations. They're holdovers. They have to be. I mean, and, well, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. They're they're birds. I'll tell you what. They're real. You want to talk about birds aren't real? Those birds are real. You want to know how I know? They're real. Want... And, and 14 reasons? Yes, they do crap over everything. Yes. They, and yeah. The other thing. Uh, well, we we had one get killed by a fox. And I told you, right? It was pretty metal. The, the fox left the head and the body. Just ate the neck. <laughs> hey, man. He's got taste. Well, that's where the gizzard and stuff is, I guess. So, yeah, he, the, I mean, yeah, he, so he, he knows what he likes. So he took the neck and left the body, and I was like, "Damn, I was like, we should." It's like it's fresh. We should just pluck it and eat it. <laughs> hey, nature, you metal. I mean, yeah, we didn't though. We buried it. We, we should have eaten it, but we buried it. Yeah. yeah. Now you're gonna be haunted by a headless goose. I don't know, dude. That there's a lot of if we're gonna get haunted by there's a lot of dead animals at that farm. Unfortunately, uh, you know, ducks. Oh God. Well, it wasn't before Johnny's we Johnny's Pet Cemetery. No, before we lived there. No, 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 no. My father, my father-in-law's son, right? So my wife's stepdad. Uh, his his son lived there when they first bought the farm. They first bought the farm like thirty, I don't know, almost forty years ago now. And they were uh, building, they bought it to build their retirement home on the property, right? And the original house, his son moved into while they were building. So they had, you know, someone on the property all the time. And uh, his, his son and his wife killed like so many different animals. Like they tried to have goats, their goats died. They tried to have sheep, their sheep got eaten by like, I don't know, fucking wolves or something bears who the hell knows uh every time they had chickens all the chickens got eaten by hawks like they just couldn't they yeah they call it the farm of death i didn't know that until about two years after living here (laughs) (laughs) but we've had our chickens now for this is going on four years no three years three years with the chickens two and a half years with the geese they're doing good the ducks ducks shit happens with ducks man like three of them got eaten by a cougar there's nothing i can do about that you guys remember that, right? No, you're not going to do anything against a Tennessee cougar. I mean, they're not supposed to exist. <laughs> yet they do. Right. I'm like, that was a large cat that I saw walking off into the sunset. You know how cats yeah. have that sachet to them when they walk? Oh, yeah. Right. I'm I'm still trying to look for the, the North Mississippi uh, black cat. Mm. It's supposed to be some kind of big black cat that's out here. It's like are six you sh- feet long. Are you sure you really want to see one? I at least want to see it. Most people just see it like from their car. Nobody's seen a mouse cat around here in seventy years. Right, that's what oh. that's what they freaking told me, dude. Yeah. Like, well, Nibba, I saw it. I'm like, listen, lady, I seen it. I was like, lady, well, whatever doesn't exist here ate three of my ducks. Yeah, it's like I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. I know what happened. Right? Like, Are you sure it wasn't a raccoon? <sighs> yes, a raccoon killed and carried off three eight-pound ducks. 
I mean, if you're if if you're desperate enough. A raccoon? No, a trash panda. No, the trash pandas will usually like just tear the head off and like yeah, they're gross when they do stuff, dude. They they like they'll make a mess. They'll go in your chicken coop and you'll end up with like if you have twelve chickens, you'll have twelve dead chickens all over the place. Right. Yeah, it's messy. Well, aside from that, we do have Halloween content, don't we? Also rabies. Yeah. Oh yeah. We have. Well, we have to. Right. I mean, we have scary stuff. We have you know do the tranny stuff now. Oh man. I know, but dude, it's. I don't I don't know what to say about this anymore. Like like people are like, oh, you, all you say is everybody's a, everybody's a tranny out there. It's literally a dude. This is this is Miss Universe, you guys. Here, here's Miss Universe. This is your Miss Universe. Mister Universe. Shh, Reinhardt. Shh. I mean, the more you look at it, the more you can see it's a guy. You can also see the two different size eyes. That's really weird. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't like that at all. Nope, 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 nope. But this is your Miss Universe. Yeah, let's see the let's see the video. Where's the video? Let's see. I'm blinking video. It's like dudes at the work site. Well, if that if that's a dude, then that's a hot dude. Right. Here we go. Here's the video. <laughs> That's the Miss Universe pageant. And that's kind of interesting that it seems like there's like 11 people there. Did you notice that? It looks like a, it looks like a nightmare like from Pee Wee Herman movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It does look like a nightmare from Pee Wee Herman movies. But that's, you guys, that's that's the. Dude, just the, even if this wasn't like a a, a, he, a he, she thing, like the, the eyes are just like, you don't have any symmetry with your eyeballs. How are you like? Yeah. The video saying. makes it the video makes it look like a drunk femboy. Right. Right. It, that is true. But like, it does it look like, but like look at this symmetry at, in the face supposed you guys, to be what you guys this video or something. This video to me, watch the video again and just watch the background. Like it's not I don't know. Listen, it sounds like there's maybe 50 people there. You know, why is this? Why is this the video that you get of the Miss Universe getting crowned? Miss Universe used to be like a nationally televised deal. Remember? Remember the Miss Universe pageant that used to be on like at like eight o'clock at night on like a Saturday night, one night, whatever the fuck it was. I used to remember seeing ads for it. The Miss America pageant. You guys remember that stuff? Oh, yeah. Now it's like relegated to what looks to be a shitty phone. Like, what is this? This video is like not even it's not 4K. It's not fucking it's like it's not even it's not even good resolution. On top of it, it just looks like. Like the system is giving us like really B movie or B tier content, even for it's like, you know, important things like Ms. Universe. But yeah, tranny, open tranny, open tranny has won Miss Universe. How many hidden trannies have have there been? I mean, like you know, now they're they're just gonna op- be open about it because now it's cool, right? Because now now there's a uh, you know, what's the uh, 
You are seen. You are valid. It's gross. Halloween spook number two. Pretty spooky. So yes, t- uh, Halloween spook number one is Twitter was and is an entity of the government. I mean, obviously. Oh no, number number two is Matt Petgrave. Sorry. Oh right, number no. Is there, number one is Matt is Petgrave. Still a Mister Universe thing. Mister Universe is a uh, is in, like a, a bodybuilding competition. Now, are there did a trainee win that? No. I'm sorry. Is it a true one there? I mean, I'm sure there has. You know, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if some of those gigantic men are actually women and some of those gigantic women are actually men. Um, And it has been that way for a while. I mean, the whole bodybuilding scene, I mean, I didn't know this, you know, when I was growing up. I always thought bodybuilding was always masculine. You know, everybody, oh, muscles, it's... Muscles are, you know, girls like big muscles and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, which is sort of true. Girls like guys with muscles. But girls don't really give a shit if if you look like you're made out of, you know, if you're if you're made out of fucking like a, like a bison or like, you know what I mean? If, you, if you're built like that, they don't care yeah. about that. Yeah. I, one thing I've learned after all these, you know, years of, of lifting weights and trying to be a shredder on the guitar is that neither of those things you do for girls because none of the girl no girl gives a shit how fast you can play and no girl really gives a shit how much you squat right no no girl wants a a guy that looks like a cloud right no girl wants that and every girl would rather you play stuff like jack johnson (laughs) and would rather you 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 know know what i mean build them a chicken coop or something right it's just yeah so like bodybuilding i didn't realize how gay bodybuilding really was uh, Joe Weeder, gay Jew. Joe Gold, gay Jew. Hmm. To the surprise of literally no one. <laughs> How about that? Oh, so this guy is gay. What's that? Uh, the guy who won Mr. Universe? I'm sorry, I, I spaced out for a moment. What do you mean? No, the guy who won. What do you mean the guy who won Mr. Universe? I'm sorry, who who were you saying was a gay Jew? Oh, uh, Joe Gold from Gold's Gym. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Joe Weeder, who invented Mr. Olympia, I believe. Yes, and, okay, that's yeah. that's what we're caught you back on. Like all the Weeder fitness stuff. Uh, Joe Weeder, like the, uh, I mean, everything from weight benches and plates and workout stuff to competitions and I'm sure you know the Olympia and all that yeah Joe Weeder and Joe Gold two pioneers of American bodybuilding both gay Jews yep gross anyway um that's another yeah another scary Halloween thing bodybuilding is gay like weight lifting weights and being in good shape is not gay bodybuilding is Sorry, Skull. Yeah, body. After a certain point, yes, bodybuilding is gay. If you're if you're trying to build muscle so that way you have a good physique, you're healthy, you're fit, and you're going to live a long life and have good habits to pass on to your sons, to your family, for them to live healthy lives, then that's great. Right. Right. But absolutely. Come on. No, no, no woman cares that your traps are like 
a foot in vertical height. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of weird. Anyway. Again, no offense, go. Yeah, that would, that, would be traps. Weird. that would be weird anyway, though, to have traps that big. But I know, I yeah, get what you're true. saying. I get what you're saying. Um, no, and, and just like, yeah, and like I said, just like shredding on a guitar, nobody, no girl gives gives a shit about how fast you can sweep a G minor add nine plus 13 arpeggio, you know? Right. And j- they don't care. They don't care about that. They want they want you to play something that makes them, you know, moist. Anyway, <laughs> another scary Halloween fact. No. Uh, Anyways. Yeah, right. Uh, we got scary Halloween music, Grognak, for the break? No. Did the kobolds take Grognak? Uh-oh. All right. Well, we have to find we have to we have to find a break song quick. Uh, what do we got? What uh, do we got? Um, yeah, that's really gross. Those guys, those guys, the mystery, the mystery universe, Mister Olympia guys, the, the weightlifters. I was gonna, yeah, you know, I don't want to put that on the screen. I don't want. I don't want to hurt everybody's eyes. But male bodybuilding is disgusting. To be in that shape and to walk around. Those guys walk around with like such huge their head their guts. heads look like they're CGI'd on almost. Yeah. There he is. There's Grognak. Did you find us a spooky Halloween song for the break? Yeah. Let's see what I can come up with. Sweet. And we do have more, obviously. We've actually got some interesting Halloween content. We, that's yeah. actually spooky. Yes, we actually do. To go with the news. <laughs> All right. Well, as soon as Grognak finds us a song, we will we will we will listen to that. And what do we got going on over here? Let's take a look at the chat. Yes, he need. Yes, he, he they needed to buy. Elon needed to buy Twitter to tell us that the government runs Twitter. Yes, clearly. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like just like I said, they'd rather you they'd rather you play Wonderwall and you look normal than to have 22-inch biceps and be able to shred like Ingve Malmsteen, you know? Um yeah, they prefer it, a man yes. with a fat wallet as opposed to a fat set of traps. Yes, they'd <laughs> rather you be average and be able to play um uh, oh, what's its name? Oh, I can't remember. I had one on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Ed, Sheeran. Uh, Ed Sheeran stuff? Yeah. yeah, there you go. They'd rather you be average and be able to play Ed Sheeran than be ripped and be able to play through, you know, the entirety of, like, Yob's dis- discography. Right. Yob. <laughs> play abstract doom metal. Oh, I know. I know Yob. All right. Well, Grognak, anything, anything, anything? Nah. I have a feeling it's going to end up being something like uh, 
like it's gonna be something like like um, insane clown posse. Oh yeah, dude! Don't I remember those ads? Uh-oh. You remember those? Ben just posted says, "Don't let bullies kick sand in your face at the beach. Send a dollar for our fitness course." Remember those? The back of the old comic books. There's like the nerdy guy at the beach with the girl. And the big buff guy would kick sand in his face, and the guy would go home and say, that guy is so mean. I'm going to lift weights to get strong and prove to him how strong I really am. Oh, yeah. I mean, then what is it? Like two summers later. Like, I mean, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> he beats the shit out. Like, you know, the, the, the kid beats the shit out of the other guy, and has no, the other guy has no idea what happened because the, inc- the original incident was two years ago. It's like I don't think about you at all. Well, no, no, yes. Now the now the kid gets arrested for assault and battery. Right. <laughs> Puts the other guy in the hospital in a coma. You know, he's retarded for the rest of his life. He's gotta live with that. <laughs> Way to go, Joe Weeder and your dollar. What is Weeder and all those other guys were sued big time for fraud? Oh surprise. Yeah, I w I wouldn't doubt it, man. I would not. I, I think mean, a lot of those found something. A lot of those weightlifting a lot of those weightlifting things are gimmicks. Remember the uh the electric pads you put on your arms and your chest or whatever, and it just shocks your muscles into being big. Oh yeah. Well, now now the big thing too is um is well, don't listen to the gimmicks. Here's what you really need to know, and it's it's like giving you stuff like sign up for my newsletter, and it's like okay, bro, I can I can find PDFs or YouTube videos for free. Yeah, I can listen to Mike Menser. Yeah, totally I, free. Right. Uh, yeah, Mike Menser is all of his speeches are all over YouTube for free. <laughs> the elites don't want you to know this, but you can <laughs> you can listen literally listen to Mike Menser. I do it all the time. I have I have four hundred and twenty eight <laughs> of his podcasts downloaded. He's not oh, wrong. Man. Though. Now I, mean, I need like, to I've, now I need to make that and put Skull's face on it. I've no I've seen I've seen a bunch of his stuff recently. It's pretty uh it's pretty good. Hey, um, he's he's making the rounds again. I I like seeing that. And even in normie circles. Like, you know, I've been going to the gym with a guy I work with and he knows the guy who owns the gym and, you know, they're both uh, in the know on a lot of things and, mm-hmm. and they're both getting into Menser like this year. Um, so yeah, I've, I've seen him making a resurgence. That's cool. I mean, he was, he was a big, um, he was huge first of all, but he had, he had a lot of, a lot of things to say about the proper way to work out and talking about overtraining and doing things wrong. Yeah. Big and I'm I'm with Skull. The more I hear from him, the more and more I think that they uh, they whacked him. Who, Mike Menser? Yeah, him and his brother. Ooh, this is new. I didn't hear about this guy. We'll have to we'll have to get Skull on for this. Okay, yeah, he's, I want he's to more knowledgeable that. than I am. Okay, I did not know that Mike Menser was whacked. It's it's possible. I think I think the official cause was heart attack. Um. Okay. Man. But everything that he was, everything that he was putting out, was against, you know, modern nutrition science, workout science. Um, he very much, in that regard, was like one of our guys, and was mm. seriously going against the norm. But like I said, Skull knows far more than I do. Okay. Well, we'll have to. We'll uh, we'll have to see, and talk to Skull about that. Yeah, I wanna I wanna hear about this because I did not know that Mike Menser was killed. That's crazy. It's a theory. It's a, the- it okay, is a theory. Okay, well, I mean, it's it's completely plausible. I mean, I wouldn't put it past the gay Jews in the fitness industry to kill somebody who would, you know, shut down um their 
you know, their money tree there, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and a big thing, a big part of it too, is that his brother died two years later after finding, or I'm sorry, not even two years later, two days later after finding his brother. Huh? Yeah. So Mike died of uh, some kind of heart issue. And then his brother died from like kidney failure two days later. Crazy. Yeah. Vaxxed? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, it's the first yeah, thing. Yes, so retroactively about COVID vaxxed. Everything. It's the first thing you everything now. But it was, I'm pretty sure he was an Ayn Rand atheist, bro, though. So oh. I don't know. Oh, I'd like to thank over on uh, over on Odyssey. Thank you, Strafezone, for your donation of two of whatever that is. Two bucks? Is it two dollars? I don't know. Thank you. Two library. And thank you on. Yes. So you get thank you, you guys... on pill too. Negative zero for the fleet. Yes, thank you, negative zero. I I did see that a few minutes ago. Thank you, sir. Um, so you can donate over on Odyssey. So come by and drop us a chat. And uh, he dropped a sticker said sick. And yes, he's the guy who said they'd rather hear Wonderwall and you look anorexic. It's true. Get an acoustic. Get an acoustic. Learn all the chords on the first four frets. And, you know, learn to sing and play at the same time and you'll do fine. Yeah, campfire and a, and a girl, actually. If this were 13 years ago, grow your hair out, wear a beanie, get a lip ring. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, grow your hair out, get a beanie, wear a lip ring at, at the campfire with an acoustic? No. Oh, yeah. That was the thing. Oh, God. I mean, at least at least for my generation, 10, 13 years ago. I guess. I guess. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. The that was the era I, I of the, never shout the, never. <laughs> I didn't know the kids with with eyeliner that screamed in their songs and stuff did breakdowns on acoustic. <laughs> no, they all just hung out together. Oh, okay. Would you say grognock? Around the campfire. That's right. Go forget the campfire. Yes, and the fire. Yeah, you gotta have a campfire. Uh, grognock. We did that one already with the uh, on the on the crow episode. Put a couple more in. What's that? I put a couple more in there. Oh, did you? Okay, let me see what we got. What the first one's a joke, right? No, it's spooky. Yeah, well, it's, might as well I don't know. Play, I, I don't want to put on guys. We might as well play. I'll put a sudden. Might as well play. I put a spell on you by Screaming Jay Hawkins. Oh, let's do it. I love that song. No, I'm, we're gonna do the last one. We're gonna do Doppelganger. So there we'll you do, go. We'll do this, this one. And um, let me see. Let me pause this real quick. And this one is how long? Oh, it's like four minutes long. All right. Well, we'll do this one. It's going to be a short break. We'll be back.
All right, everybody. We are back. This is still the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm still Johnny with uh, Grognak and Reinhardt. I'm not sure if Jack's got his computer fixed yet. Uh, a complete Windows reinstall is going to take a while. So, oh, I I didn't think he was doing a reinstall. I thought he was just restarting. Oh no no no! He wasn't restarting. He was like full on on the phone with our buddy doing troubleshooting and completely reinstalling his OS. And that, oh, yeah, we can we can count him out. Oh okay. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm. Well, I know how frustrating that is. Well, that's gay. Computers is gay, much like niggas. Yeah, niggas is gay. Computers are gay too. Um, pretty terrible. Oh, look at this. Yeah, there's like the uh, couple more donations here in the beginning of the hour. Negative zero and Solstice both gifted a fleet over on Pilled. Thank you very much, fellas. Um, all right. We have Halloween content. What do we have? Reinhardt. Well... Apparently, global cooling helped cause the Salem Witch Trials. Wait, what? Maybe not global cooling, but a cold snap. <laughs> a cold snap. So, so, so cold snap. All right, let me pull this up. So a cold snap could have helped cause the Salem Witch Trials. What? Salem Witch Trials were the largest witchcraft outbreak in American history, resulting from a perfect storm of catastrophes. Mm. We did an episode on the Salem Witch Trials a long time ago with Patty Tarleton. That was fun. Um, yeah, the center of the trials was Salem Village, or the modern-day town of Danvers. Um, anyway, 150 people were tried... Um, what's the deal now what's the deal with this weather on top of the war okay so there was a war going on they were battling the Native Americans and the French allies the people of Massachusetts were concerned about a war they were fighting on the northern frontier what is now New Hampshire and Maine according to Baker they were battling the Native Americans and their French allies and losing oh so these mass these mass holes See, even from the beginning, mass holes uh, were fighting the engines and they were losing. Okay, so on top of the war, religious concerns and political tensions, the people were experiencing a long stretch of inclement weather. Look at this. During the trial of George Jacobs, there's like, look at this. These people are wrestling. There's, there's a woman having a heart attack here. There's pearl clutching going on. This one's fainted. This one over here is, I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, I mean, yeah, this guy's got a bad haircut. This there he is again, there he is a third time, a fourth time. I mean, <laughs> he's look this guy. This guy is holding back the the woman who's on this guy's shoulders, and I don't even want to know what's going on there. But um, okay, so okay, so bad weather. Okay, so bad weather caused something much. The devastating weather pattern was caused by something much larger, more widespread than what the people of Salem might have guessed. As it turns out, the Salem witch trials took place 
in what we now recognize as the Little Ice Age, which was a time of cooler climate, more severe weather, Baker said. He noticed that the Little Ice Age lasted from about 1400 to 1800 and caused temperatures to become considerably cooler. Hmm. So retarded. Yeah, so the Little Ice Age... Uh, the 1680s and the 1690s were the worst, most extreme of this whole little ice age, Baker said. Really extreme weather on an unprecedented scale, and it had consequences. The severe weather, in addition to war on the frontier, here we go, led many Puritans to believe that God was angry at New England for losing its spiritual community. In an attempt to find someone to blame, they held their witch trials. Oh, my God. Baker noted that people in the 17th century sometimes blamed bad weather on witches. Yeah, sure. I'm sure they did. You know? It's like source needed, bro. This like is like this whole article. Yeah, this is this is citation needed, the article. Like I've got a I've got a major problem with all of this. It's like, Puritans starved to death because they just, like, didn't know how to set up shop in colonies. They weren't given enough resources and shit. They weren't, like, starting to burn witches over fucking extended periods of winterization. That was all. That that came in from overseas. That started over. Um, the Vatican did that over in Europe first. And then the trend kind of caught on, caught on here. Basically, it was a way to, to land grab from people during the Crusades. The churches basically took out a lot of their enemies. And you're talking about, well, a lot of wealthy um, aristocrats and nobles. And uh, basically, when they took them out by sending them to war and Crusades, their estates were left in the hands of the women. So they just snatched them up from the women by basically calling them witches. That's like why that's why we had the witch trials. That's right. exactly where they came from. And if you weren't a witch, then you were just a nun. You get sent to a nunnery. And your room is called a cell. It still is to this day because it's a fucking prison for women. Yeah, they did that all the time. I mean, that's that's exactly why nunneries existed, not obviously, you know, why they thought they existed, but that's what they were used for. I mean, same thing with monasteries, same thing with plantations or, or whatever you would have called them beforehand. Um, getting rid of political prisoners without killing them outright. Okay. I mean... Blaming the witch trials on on uh, climate change or whatever is like... It's like next level shit limb. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's nobody got funny. burned at the stake over that yet. Like actually burned at the stake yet bad for the environment sure sure depends on the type of wood you use <laughs> how do you know she's a witch oh man all right we got we have more halloween stuff cold weather we got here oh yes man in john fetterman halloween costume tosses activists confronting the senator Fetterman, a vocal supporter of Israel, oh, what a surprise, is confronted by a pro-Palestinian protester. A man dressed as Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman, a Democrat, tossed out an activist who confronted the senator at a Pittsburgh bar. 
During a Sunday event at Shorty's Pins and Pints, Federman was approached by former Pittsburgh law adjunct professor Dan Kovalik and questioned by why he does not support a ceasefire in Israel amid the nation's war with the Palestinian terrorist organization Hamas. The Palestinian terrorist organization Hamas. The Pal- you mean the Palestinian government? Isn't Hamas like the, the, the de facto government of Palestine? Pretty much. And yeah. And unfortunately, their 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 political doctrine is pretty much just jihad. I love I love the guy's tweet, Dan Kavalik. <laughs> I just took out on John Fetterman for his failure to support a ceasefire for Gaza and was assaulted. Come see the violence inherent in the system. Is that what he said? Come see the violence inherent in the system. Oh, okay. Yes, that's so, yeah. what his tweet says. He's, yes, he did. So he he that is that's from Monty Python, the Holy Grail. Now you see the violence inherent in the system. Now you see the violence inherent in the system. Help, help, I'm being repressed. Bloody peasant. That's what I'm on about. All right, anyways. I just took on John Fetterman. Oh, God, let's watch. You guys want to watch this video? Uh, yeah. Not for shekel for an ex-snapper. Yeah, so it's funny. I don't know. This is like Jew on Jew. This is like Jew on Jew supporter violence. So Dan Kovalik, he might be Jewish, right? But anyways, check this out. Sounds vaguely Jewish. There's no sound. There's Fetterman. He's getting kind of agitated. I wish there was sound. There is sound. Is there sound? Do you guys hear it? Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't really hear a whole lot, but. Okay, so the guy that's dressed like Fetterman just has a, a bald cap and a goatee. Oh, that is such a that is so disappointing. I was hoping yeah, like, it would be like one of Fetterman's failed clones or something. Yeah. Oh, that was gay. Disappointing. Very disappointing. I love I love the low effort bald cap. Yes, very low effort. All right, boo. I'm I'm sorry we watched all that, folks. My bad. All right. Dang. I thought that was gonna be way more. Yeah, it was gonna be way better than that too. We we got we got we got Rick rolled Reinhardt. Archaeologists, what is this from yesterday? Archaeologists found the lost book of the dead buried in an Egyptian cemetery. Really? Backline. They couldn't get it on Amazon. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, the subheadline. They couldn't get it on Amazon. Oh my god. Egyptian archaeologists recently located a lost 3,500-year-old cemetery in a 35. Oh, no. They recently located the cemetery containing mummies and statues, among other discoveries. Particularly exciting find was a Book of the Dead papyrus scroll. Measuring over 43 feet long, a rare surviving copy of of the traditional burial item. The team behind the find was mum on the details of the textual discovery. Of course they were. They found mummies in canopic jars, amulets, statues, papyrus scrolls containing a portion of the book. Oh, now it's a portion of the Book of the Dead. The scroll is the first complete papyrus found in Al-Gurifa. Gurifa? Did I say that? Al-Gurifa area. It is characterized by being in good condition. 
It sounds like something like a Chinese knockoff of something would say about it. It's characterized by being in good condition. That, that sounds like chat GPT. Right. It totally does. Mustafa Waziri, Secretary or Mayor, also somebody named Mustafa. Maybe that's how it translates directly from Egyptian to English. Secretary General of the Egyptian Supreme Council of Antiquities said in a translated Arabic statement, okay, from the Ministry of Tourism and Antiquities. While the cemetery, dating to sometime between 1550 and 1070 BC, was significant for the hundreds of archaeological finds and tombs carved into the rock located within its boundaries, the discovery of what could be a copy of the Book of the Dead captured the attention of experts as a truly rare find. But with the few details released to the public, there's contents of the scroll believed to be 43 to 49 feet in length. There's plenty of questions remaining about this particular copy of the traditional Egyptian cultural book. Um... All right, well, oh my God, so something about it's very rare to find a copy in the grave that was originally buried in, I guess because grave robbers or whatever um, is, the, is the theory or like, you know, the fact. Well, that if it truly, if it truly is, you know, a few thousand years old, I mean, it's pretty good preservation if it is truly that old. Right. They found a lot of stuff, wooden coffins. Uh, including that of Ta De Issa, daughter of Eret Haru, the high priest of Jehuti in Al Ushman, Al Ashuman, and were highlights of the collection. Next to her coffin were two wooden boxes with her canopic vessels, in addition to a complete set of Ushabti statues and a statue of the ostrich like deity Ta Sokar. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Ushabtis Isn't were kind crazy, of like. like- they're still digging stuff up like this late. You know what I mean? Like we, yeah. we they've been digging stuff up in, in Egypt for like over a hundred years now. Since right. It's like, right. And we just missed this up. one. They just missed this one. Yeah. How? And there's still, and there's still more that, that has been missed. Apparently mm. there will always be something that has been missed. Right. In Egypt. Because right. they have to continue being relevant. I mean, Mustafa Waziri worked under um, Zahi Was. Yes, of course, because for of course, the longest time. Well, I mean, that's the only way he got the job is because when Zawi stepped down. Right. So, and uh, we all know that you know the the Egyptian what is it the Supreme Council of Antiquities is notorious for wanting to hold on to their influence, their power, their importance in world history and the world stage. So there there will be as many new finds as they deem is necessary. Exactly. Exactly. Even if even if it's just taking something from the Vatican Library or from, you know, whatever library is underground for the elites and just tossing it in the dirt real quick and then brushing it over and saying, <laughs> Hey look. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? Dude, who knows? Uh funny enough they found, you know, thirty five hundred year old wood. And twenty five thousand Ushabi, Ushabti, excuse me, Ushabti statues. Yeah, afterlife guardians. An untold number of utensils, thousands of stone and wooden amulets, and canopic jars. Um, okay, so just desecrating graves, right? Just going around digging up people's dead ancestors. Hey, it's legal if the government does it, okay? Right. Not if you do it. No. If if you were to do it, like if you were to go to Greece. Right. Even even if you were 
totally, if you were completely legit under a college or something, and you were to dig up anything, if you were to pull anything up from the ocean, you would be arrested. If you were to pull anything up from the bottom of the Aegean without, you know, millions of dollars in hush money and massive amounts of red tape paperwork, like what it takes to go to Antarctica, you would be arrested. Right. You'd be thrown in a Greek prison and you would rot. And they would take whatever you found and it would become like, it would go into a museum and you'd go to jail. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's an Ephilim skeleton or it's a roof tile. Okay. Well, I'm just saying these these countries that you know has some of the some of the most ancient artifacts and and right. artifacts that if if true paint a a you know continue to paint a picture of the ancient world or at least at that time. Why are they so secretive about these objects? Why are they jailing people? Why are they um, they're constantly pushing people away from these sites? It has to be for a reason. Well, you'd think. You'd think. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just pattern recognition and all that. I'm I'm kind of retarded, so. I mean, I would, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to think about this. Like, like Grognak said, it's just surprising that they're still finding stuff. You know, quotation marks finding stuff. Right. Yeah, like I said, pulling pulling it out from the the underground elite library, tossing it in the dirt, throw a little bit on there. Right. Right. Don't get it too dirty. <laughs> um. By the way, since it's 9 o'clock, went ahead and released scratch-offs. Those will take a couple of minutes for everybody on Pilled. Thank you all for our donations so far. Yes. Yes, thank you, everybody, for donating this evening. Um, yeah, it's saying scratching is not released yet. But, uh, yes, grave robbing is not legal unless you're the government. That's hmm. crazy how nature be like that. Oh, we've we've seen that for over a hundred years. But it do, Reinhardt. Yeah. But it do. That's true. Or People... it used to be grave robbing wasn't illegal if you were a Jewish archaeologist. Oh. And you could, then you could just use dynamite to you know blast up whatever you wanted. <laughs> right. Right. Crazy. Yeah, that's right. The Jewish archaeologist. Is, is there any other kind? Ah, uh, Arabic Jewish. <laughs> Yeah, I so thought no. they weren't allowed to work the ground. Like they're not allowed to like play with dirt, right? No, 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 no. That was the one thing they were allowed to do was farm. Oh. Yeah, like what do Jewish kids do at playgrounds? They don't play in sandboxes. Um, no, they count money. Sell you acorns for your lunch money. They, count, they try and count money. Yeah, <laughs> they sit over there clipping coins. It's what they do. Wow, the scratch offs are fat today. Fourteen nine. Let's see what we get here. One, three, four, five, six, five. A multiplier of fucking zero, really? Huh. I got five. Yeah, I'll take five. Sleuther got 14. Nice. All right. Sleuther wins tonight so far. Sleuther wins, yes. Now, now feel, feel free to donate those to the paranormal. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Professional homeless people. Professional? No, we're not grifters. Not, <laughs> neither of us are professional homeless people. Yeah, like we said earlier, there's no way. You know, I, I totally wasn't working at all for ten hours today, and I won't be doing the same thing tomorrow at all either. Right. 
But I'm also not going to not be, you know, depositing a nice fat paycheck this week either. You know, that won't that because that's also not happening, right? No. Since we're professionally homeless. I mean, I'm never really depositing that fat of a paycheck, but hey, that's life. It'll get there sometimes. It'll get there. You just you just yeah. started back out, dude. That was I'm that's a that's a very nice nice way to get get to get in there too. So that's true. You did that well. True. Yeah, you did well. Yeah. So. Um, come. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, we have we have to do more stuff, dude. We actually you released the, the you released the scratch offs a little early, but I know. But it's I it's either I do it now or I always forget, and it's like right at the very end, and we're like filibustering just to let people get them. All right, all right. Well, let's do some more. Let's do some more Halloween content. What do we have here? Oh God, how about this? Anthony Fauci. Come on, get out of my way. There we go. Anthony Fauci and his uh, National Institute of Health, they infected bats with coronavirus five years ago. All right. First of all, implying that viruses are real. Second, I love this picture of Fauci. I love this picture. This is great. This, this, like, like, look how Jewish he looks there. He looks like and he's pointing at you with two fingers. I am the science. Right? Oh, my God. He looks like he just bought the last vowel. Right. Oh, God. Another Jew speaks up. Cher says she'll leave the U.S. if Trump retakes the White House in 2024. Bye. Bye. Okay, read on Daily Mail. That's it. That's the... Okay, let me see what this says. Anthony Fauci run lab in Montana. Okay, in Montana, that's actually more interesting than what actually happened. Experimented with coronavirus strain shipped in from Wuhan, Wuhan a year before COVID pandemic began. The NIH infected 12 bats with a SARS-like coronavirus in 2018. Oh boy, here we go with the backdating and retconning of where the origins of the fake and gay coronavirus came from. I find it funny. I find it kind of funny. I find it kind of sad. But, um, oh, not the Egyptian fruit bats. Oh, they infected the Egyptian fruit bats. Twelve. Oh. Yeah. You're, Johnny, you know how much I love Egyptian fruit bats. I've right. been talking about them for years. Right, right. <laughs> they're, they're my favorite of the endangered fruit bat species. And of course, and of, yes, because of course, of course, they're experimenting on endangered species. Now, are they endangered? I don't know if they're if, if they're endangered, but they're experimenting on bad. I mean, like, dude, this whole story sounds. <sighs> Listen to this: the WIV one coronavirus was shipped from the Wuhan lab. The FBI believes caused the COVID pandemic and was tested on bats acquired from a roadside Maryland zoo. A what? A roadside Maryland zoo? Like, is this like just like a zoo? You just pull up alongside, Psh, hey, kid, you want to look at a kangaroo? Like, what? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Want to want, come, come check out some bats? What? Like, how does, what the hell is a roadside, like a roadside fruit stand? Like, you know, you got a couple of Mexicans selling oranges, right? 
roadside zoo. Hey, what the fuck is a roadside zoo? Hey, bud, you want to buy a capybara? Right. <laughs> I got ten of them. You come right, come ride the ostrich. It'd be I just got like spotted llama. It'd be just like Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> I was gonna say it sounds like the beginning of a horror movie, right? Yeah. Dude, like a like a B horror movie. These niggas, these niggas stopped at a roadside. So Anthony Fauci, who spent millions of dollars experimenting on these twelve bats, picked them up at a roadside zoo. That's definitely something out of a B horror movie. Like the teenagers stop at the festival, and the one of them buys the cursed amulet, right? You know, from like the hippie lady. Oh, that one's not for sale, and somehow it ends up on the chick anyway, right? Dun dun dun. Anyway, picks it up at a roadside zoo. So these are the bats. These are the, the FBI now believes these are the bats that caused the COVID pandemic. Listen, I don't give a fuck what the FBI believes. It took 500 of you guys to come up with the fact that you have no idea what happened in Vegas. Literally 500 man team came up with. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, the FBI is not a credible source. The research revealed this week by a campaign group. Oh, a campaign group. Great. Determined the novel virus could not reach a robust infection. But the research is more evidence of ties between the U.S. government and the Wuhan lab, as well as the funding of a dangerous virus research across the globe. There we go. See, now we have now we have more ties of corrupt government, American government. In American government corrupt need world government help out. Keep America from being bad. Also, this is like some weird kind of like you see where this is going blame China type thing. Yeah, yeah. Like why? Well, <laughs> because I don't know. They're easy to blame. Is his like humiliation ritual? It's still ongoing. Is that what this is? I don't know, dude. Look at this recent U.S. taxpayer-funded animal experience experiments in China. There's. I mean, look at this in Wuhan. These are, I mean, I don't know if these are real or not, but like, it looks like these are. You've got, um, I believe, I believe the Paul Allen one, the Allen Institute. I fully believe that. Where's that one? The one right below UC Irvine that you were just on. Nope. Left side. There oh, we go. go. $993,000 of a $64 million grant. Hazelberg University of Science and Technology cutting out baby mice brains and eesh, slicing them up for analysis. The Wuhan Institute of Virology from UC, Cal, Cal, UC Irvine, $216,000 of a $4.3 million grant. Let me see this pull something. So look at this. Between 2015 and 2023, at least seven U.S. entities supplied NIH grant money to labs in China performing animal experiments totaling $3.3 million, which in the grand scheme of things is pennies. However, the things they're doing is really gross. Drilling holes into my skulls, uh, creating mutant malaria strains, drilling holes into skulls of mice, rats, and tree shrews. Cutting out. Look, I hate mice, right? Cutting out my cutting baby mice brains. 
testing experimental hepatitis on primates and HIV. Infecting mice with tuberculosis. Uh, collecting dangerous avian flu viruses implying from China's wet markets and forcing them to go up the noses of mice and guinea pigs. All right, so this sounds like um, a kid who's got like a torture fetish for mice. Uh, yeah. This is pretty gross. I mean, like, this is gross. And the fact that, I mean, yeah, the fact, I mean, whatever, if it's real, if it's not real, this is a gross story. Um, you think Chinese, you, you think they're doing this kind of stuff over there? Maybe, probably. I mean, this is, you know, this is uh, obviously Im heavily implying, you know, virus is real. But I'm sure yeah, that, that they... That I'm seems sure. to be the point of it, isn't it? Kind of. What's that? I was just thinking that. It's just implying. Implying that it's, it's real. Yeah, that the whole, that's the whole thing. That's that's the whole thing. The whole... Um, it's just... It's just to imply that coronavirus is real. And there we have more proof that they came from bats, Johnny. See? They performed exams on the animals daily and measured things like body weight and temperature. Scientists also took examples from the bats' noses and throats, okay? Just like doctors. So they have, like, bat physical therapy? Well, what happened was, is these, you know, they they didn't, um, they didn't, <clears throat> the bats yes. did not, the bats didn't <laughs> like get very sick. like a comic. <laughs> right. Well, the, the bats didn't get very sick, so... This this wasn't wasn't uh, the virus that they wanted, but it just goes to show that they were experimenting on bats with novel coronaviruses. So you know, this clearly means uh, that's where Corona came from. But also, you know, implying. Wow, man! Okay. There was a coronavirus. What's that? I said, wow, man, there's a coronavirus. Yeah, that's basically all this article is. Oh, look, there's the bats. Photos of bats confined at the Maryland Zoo. That was shipped to the animals to do NH. What? Photos of bats confined at the Maryland Zoo that shipped the animals to NH lab for coronavirus experiments obtained by the White Coast Waste Project. The Wuhan Institute of Virology. Red brick building. Oh, Lord. Xi Jinzi dubbed the Bat Lady or Bat Woman for her work on bat coronaviruses. Investigated the possibility COVID could have emerged from her lab back in 2020, according to colleagues. Oh, no. And then the Chinese are going, oh, did we do that? She looks like a bat in that picture. If she's the yes. one on the left. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. How's this place even legal? Yeah, I was... Oh, a visitor left a review of this place. This is the... Uh, the preserve, right? Less than 15 minutes from Camp David, the, the 
Katoshin, Katoctin. The, yeah, the Catoctin Wildlife Preserve has a history of animal welfare violations and was fined $12,000 in 2012 for poor and dangerous animal housing and inadequate animal care. So apparently, um, 241 bats are on this, including 41 Egyptian fruit bats are on this preserve in New Jersey for some reason. So, um, <laughs> this is not a preserve. This is a place where animals are sent to suffer and be on display for humans. It's disgusting. The lab, le- okay, so and while there's debate over whether the pandemic began because a virus jumped from animals to humans or it was leaked from a lab in China... The lab leak theory is what the FBI and other government agencies now subscribe to. So, yeah, yeah. So if the FBI believes that it's the lab, then it's not the lab. <laughs> Simple. Yeah, no. Whatever. It's it's like Rotten Tomatoes ratings. You know, whatever they, whatever they say, just believe the opposite. Right. All right, well, you know... Um, Gain of function. Here we go with the gain of function experiments, that kind of stuff. Uh, oh, gain of function research. That's how this whole thing happened. Yeah, this is just your you know, your normie news here. Making you just reinforcing the normie narrative that the virus is real and scary and deadly and came from a lab in China. Makes sense to me. Yep. Totally. Yep. All right. What's next? Um. Oh, you guys, did you know that World War Three is about to start? Uh, Yemen, which way this time? Well, Yemen officially declares war on Israel. Officially. Oh, is this the, the guy in the super official looking uniform? Yes. An alarming development, Yemeni armed forces have officially declared war on Israel. Brigadier General Yahasari, the spokesperson for the Yemeni armed forces, and also the spokesperson for the Iranian-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen announced that they haven't launched massive military strikes against Israeli targets in the occupied territories. So here we go. Here we go. Another Muslim country is going to fight Israel. And they're calling this the flood war now. The flood war? Mm. Something like that. I, okay. Ooh, Israeli I, Air Force site intercepted a surface-to-surface missile in the area of the Red Sea. This is the first operational interception by the aerial, aerial defense system since the beginning of the war. An additional aerial threat was successfully intercepted by the IEF fighter jets. Okay. Um... The Yemeni armed forces have not only claimed have not only claimed responsibility for these attacks, but have also issued a warning that such assaults on Israeli soil will persist. Not only did we do it, but we're going to keep doing it. I'll fucking do it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> All right. Well, so the Houthis are 
are Iranian and the Iranians. Yeah, this whole thing, of course, Iran and um, all these countries are all in bed together behind the scenes with the, the Belt Road Initiative with Israel. With Israel, you know. So, Iran is, is you know, brokered the deal with Israel or using Israel broker the deal with Iran and Russia and both Russia and Iran are like, hey, Israel, knock it off. And so it's is China. To see, uh, it's interesting to see to say the Zionist enemy entities ongoing execution of crimes and killings against the people of Gaza Strip, blah, blah, blah. Zionist. Oh. Oh. Wait, what? Right there in the middle of your screen. Almost. This is the Zionist enemy. Usually you don't see that in many of these articles. They usually just talk about good old Israelites. Or Israels. Israels. Whatever the wow. fuck they call themselves. Okay. Zionist. It's like a dirty word. Well, yeah, it is to them, you know. <sighs> Unless they're the ones that are throwing it around. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this sort of seems like some, like they're forcing, they're forcing, like I said before, Reinhardt, they're forcing this, you know, Israel is forcing this eschatological Armageddon. Right. This isn't, this isn't happening naturally. This is clearly... Like, this is clearly being led along on purpose, but you know what I mean? Like, they're, well, I don't know. Like, the whole world wants a ceasefire. The three countries against a ceasefire are like Israel, America, and England, and Australia. Right. Well, they have to force it. Right. You know, they, they can't see as, as much as, you know, they, they want to give the appearance that they know what's going to happen and they fully write the script and everything. They can't write the script. <laughs> nor see the script past a certain point in time, I don't think. So they they have to try and force these things. Yeah. It's like, you know, do you do you show your pocket aces on the on the turn or do you wait until the till the river? Right. right. And they're like, well I gotta go all in on the turn. And I think they're going all in. This is the turn. And I think they're going all in. I mean you've got China talking about, hey Israel, knock it off. You know, and China's part of the Belt Road Initiative, which was brokered by Israel, you know. So it's just, again, how long ago did I say that Israel's going to be sacrificed? And then they get their their fake messiah and all that stuff. The red heifer has already been born. We've already gone over all that. Whatever's whatever's happening is going to happen. (laughs) Right, right. And it's going to happen. And again, like... Look, to put it in Bugnat terms, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, hey, uh, what the, no, listen here, Skywalker, you cannot go out, uh, you're my slave. Oh, Guado. Guado, yeah. It, like, this whole war is it's like, it, it's like Guado versus the Sand People. You know what I mean? I don't care about either side. Like, I hate, I hate both sides, right? Yeah. And the, the average normal human being, especially in the American South, hates both sides. Yeah, man. You know, and- I have to say it is it is funny to see like um, some of the what do you even call them? 
um, leftist people. Some of them are siding with Gaza instead of. Well, leftist people always did side with. Yeah, that was Gaza. the deal, dude. Like the leftist, especially the hardcore. That's the only leftist. part that's funny to me. Unless they were Jews, right? Well, even well, you know, there was this, there was those pro-Palestinian, anti-Zionist Jews, which I always thought was kind of odd, but yeah, they're they're there. That is true. They're there, um, but you've got, uh, you know, you've got the squad, right? You've got this Rashida Tlaib and uh, Ilan Omar and Oksana AOC, right? Alexandria Oksana Cortez, whatever fuck her name is, that guy, um, Casio, Casio, whatever. Um, those ones, right? They're all pro-Palestine, right, and all anti-Israel because Zionism, because they're 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 Muslim, and of course they're going to side with their Muslim cousins, right? Just like the Jews are going to normally going to side with their Jewish cousins. This is how it works. They're very tribal, and whites don't do that. It's very strange. Right? We probably used to. Somewhere along the lines, we were told not to. Stop doing that. Stop sticking up for yourself. Anyway. Yeah, so... Funny, it is funny to see people trying to go around canceling like Muslims on campuses because they're holding signs and stuff. Yeah, good luck with that. Like... Good luck with that. There's there's like a there's like a standing Muslim army inside of every Western country, right? Well, and they're allowed to exist, just like they're allowed to be the opposition and allowed to be railed against for a certain amount of time. But when it suits everybody else, then you know you're not allowed to say anything, right? Yep. So the Yemeni armed forces confirm this is the third operation in support of our oppressed brothers in Palestine and that the armed forces will continue to carry out more quantitative missile and drone attacks until Israel ceases its aggression. We affirm that our Yemeni people's attitude on the Palestinian issue is firm and ethical and that the Palestinian people have full rights to self-defense and legitimate rights. The Zionist enemies are ongoing execution of crimes and killing against the people of Gaza Strip and all of its occupied Palestine and all of occupied Palestine destabilizes the region and extends the circle of conflict. The victory comes only from Allah. Oof. Well, he talked about the Zionists. He said the Z word. He said the word. Beast. Beast. I mean, yes, definitely. But also, um, these guys hate us too. You know, we've we've What's drawn. Podium? Why, why, why do they have an eagle on the podium? I don't know. But that was our bird. Anybody can have whatever bird they want, Grognak. You can't just have. You can't. The left, the left facing eagles, like that's all over. Yeah, yeah. You can't, nobody has dibs on the bird. It's it's got something more to do than what they tell us it is, anyways. Mm. Um. But this guy, you know, he's in his country, a lot of Yemenis have been killed by drone strikes uh, starting back in 2007 with Albamia. Right? Remember him? People used to make... That was a big deal back then. Alex Jones was making a lot of big deals about Obama back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the tyranny of Obama. Right? And... Uh, 
The Obama Deception. There was that DVD that I used to fucking have copies of. Oh man, speaking speaking of old DVDs, I have to get a DVD drive or something because I found my stack of old conspiracy DVDs, all burned, all my old burned stuff. Like I have one that says nine eleven twelve. It's just in parentheses twelve videos. It was like I don't know what's on there. These are all from like 2007, 2008. The original, um, that uh, Ring of Power that somebody brought the documentary up a little bit ago. Oh yeah, the Empire of the City, Ring of Power, Empire of the City. I have, I have that. I have. Oh my god, there's so many, so many like classic, classic conspiracy schizo stuff. Um, that we've moved on so far past <laughs> the originals. <laughs> I have like Zeitgeist and Zeitgeist Addendum. On one DVD, yeah, you can throw that out, but still, that's it, funny. Well, you got to admit, dude, Zeitgeist did sort of. If you're smart enough to differentiate between what's real and what's not in that, in in that, there is enough. There, there's enough to get you to start questioning things, even if you only start questioning like the 9/11 and the Federal Reserve part. Right. I, so I've never actually yeah. seen that movie. Zeitgeist, you've never seen Zeitgeist? Yeah. I no, isn't it? So it's. Is it like something like Trey Parker would have done kind of deal? No, it's um, it's very catchy. the The very beginning has got a lot of visual and sound effects that grab you and get you like, whoa, watching it right off the bat. And then it's just like it's got that ten 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 ten, and it does like a big bam bam bam, and then it gets all quiet, and he starts talking about stuff you know and it's like the atheism part is like well yeah dude you're wrong but so is, is it a mockumentary no it's it's uh it's like like baby's first truth or doc yeah by the time i had even like really seen it i was so past whatever it had to offer at that point <laughs> yeah exactly if you yeah and, and like in 2006 2007 if you were watching if you were watching conspiracy stuff you were you, you saw that guys yeah yeah um yeah, I'll 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 upload a copy and I mean, I, you can probably, dude, you can find it. It's on Netflix, bro. Actually, that's how that's how that's how fake you know it is. It's on Netflix. That's how that's how normie it is. Yeah, it's that normie. Yeah, um, I figured. Yeah, and it had, what was the the guy Jacques? Then in the uh, wasn't Jacques Villet. It was Jacques something. In the second Zeitgeist, Zeitgeist addendum, they talk about this fucking utopian society. I'm like, ah, it's commie bullshit. Like, hey, hey, you had me. Oh, how long did it take to get to this? Uh, all of about an hour. Right. It's like, well, no, you had to get through the first two hours. So Zeitgeist. Two hours. You get through Zeitgeist, and then you watch Zeitgeist Addendum. So it's like you get to about two and a half hours into the series, and you're like, wait a minute. This is fake and gay. All right. But anyways, um, yeah, dude. So... The Yemenis, back to the Yemenis, they, they don't like America, okay? So this is another instance of the enemy of my enemy is not my friend. It's still my enemy. Just because this nigga hates the other nigga that I don't like doesn't mean this nigga's my nigga. You know? Yeah, it's more enemies. What's that, Grognak? The yeah. The enemy of my enemy is just more enemies. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's what it is. At this point, that's literally all it is, and I don't have time. I've, I've played yeah. StarCraft, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 
You get Zerg rushed and you, they, and you get attacked by uh, the, I forgot what they're called. Protoss. Protoss. That's yeah, the other Protoss. The Terrans, yeah. right? And then, Which, whichever one you aren't, like, right. you got to kill all the rest of them. Right. But you can get attacked by all of the other ones all at once. It's not just the Zerg are going to get you. You know, not just the Protoss are coming after you. Um, much like this, yeah, you know, we can be, dude, I don't know what's going to happen, but here's the thing, is all of these Arabs, no matter what color or kind of Arab they are, um, they're all pro-Palestine. So, there's a lot of them here in the West. There's a lot of them here in the West. Going to get interesting, for sure. And then, what is this now? Um, Israel's already making plans to kick out all the, the Palestinians out of Gaza and send them to Canada, United States, and Europe. Huh. <laughs> you know, it's almost like, it's like almost like the United States in the West just, you know, like serves, serves the whims and needs of Israel. Oh, by the way, yeah, we don't want these Gazans anymore. Here, you take them, America. Like, we don't have enough fucking problems. Here's the thing, dude. We, like, we don't have enough problems. Like, we need it. We need more. We need more um, Arabs. Here's what we need. Obviously, we always need more Arabs. Yeah, how come they never send anybody to North Africa? Right? Like, go help out the fucking Zimbabwe's who can't, like, get their shit together. Go send them some extra help. Yeah. It's terrible. It's terrible. Anyways, well, we are running past the hour. I'd like to thank everybody for joining us this Halloween. Um, wasn't as spooky, but uh, it's enough spooky stuff. There's plenty of spooks, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, there's more spook than spoop. That's right. Uh, we're going to try and get a Necronormicon put together for you. Uh, depends on Jack's computer, I think. For a podcast race tomorrow um, or Thursday, depends on when I get around to it. It takes a good bit of work to edit and post and do all the stuff with the video. So, Anyhow, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Thanks for donating this evening over on Pilled and over on Odyssey. Uh, thank you. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you, Negative Zero, Solstice, Ben, uh, other people who donated. I'm, I can't scroll back any further again. <clears throat> but um, yes, thank you all very, very much. And uh, we will have. What do we got going on this weekend? Oh, Grognak, we got a cool guest, huh? Yeah, we we're go we're going back into the whole mud flood Tartaria um, stuff for a bit this weekend. That's right. Good guest. Yes. So come check it out this weekend, and uh, we'll see y'all later. Time travel makes you gay.